So I'm failing at YouTube. I'm failing at YouTube. And I'm going to talk about why I think that is. I think part of it's my fault. But I also think it's it's partly or a lot of it has to do with YouTube and its sort of direction that it's moving in. Um, but I'll talk about that more in this episode of Pushing Pixels. Welcome to another episode of Pushing Pixels, where I talk about the ins and outs of being a video content creator online. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about what's been going on with my main YouTube channel, Michael Kinney, for the last few months. And that is a steady and slow decline. <laughs> a, a steady and slow decline in uh, the number of views on my channel overall, in uh, watch time, in the number of subscribers I'm getting, in, in pretty much every metric. Now, I thought this has happened before. This is, you know, I've had dips on the channel. And usually things bounce back after a while, but things are not bouncing back. <laughs> They've kind of fallen to a certain point and they seem to be just still, still going. Um, so I thought, okay, so perhaps this is a post pandemic, you know, return to, you know, sort of normal numbers, right? Because during the pandemic, particularly channels like mine that, were, um, you know, talked about video creation and specifically, you know, a lot of tutorials I have about creating um, videos from presentations was very attractive to a lot of instructors and teachers and educators during the lockdowns during the pandemic when they had to resort to remote teaching. So I saw a big spike as and a lot of different channels in my sort of space saw the same thing. Big spike, spike in numbers, spike in watch time, spike, spike uh, in revenue. And of course, we all thought, you know, we're going to have a return, sort of a normalization when the pandemic starts to recede. And yes, that happened, but it just kept going. <laughs> it, it, it hasn't stabilized. And so I became very concerned. And YouTube became concerned because they started messaging me in the back end in the YouTube studio, I would see little notices saying, you know, your your channel got this many views the last 28 days or this month. That's way down from your normal number of views. And at one point, they actually put a link <laughs> to a series of videos to explain to me why, you know, I, my views were going down. I had like a 30, 30 or so percent reduction in views um, through suggested YouTube suggesting my content, uh, another 30 or so percent reduction in views from external websites. And so this thing just kept going, <laughs> going down. And finally, they, they linked to some videos for me to watch to educate myself in hopes to remedy. And so one of the things that really stood out for me in terms of their explanation as to why I was losing views and everything was just going down tanking was that my a ratio of new viewers to returning viewers was quite high. So I have quite a few uh, new viewers coming to the channel, but not many returning viewers. And you might be saying, well, why is that a problem? 
and that's what I was saying why I was that a problem because my channel is you know it's a it's a utility channel it's an education channel I do tutorials people you know I'm sort of search based that's sort of my channel's based on so people have a problem they want to solve you know for video creation and they you know they plop in their keywords into YouTube and up pops my video and they watch it and they hopefully get value from it I get a lot of engagement like a lot of great comments from people so they're getting value and then, you know, they take the information and they go and do what they need to do, which you might think, well, that's a good thing, <laughs> but it's not now anymore. And so that's what I want to talk about a bit here, because YouTube has changed or is changing their algorithm again. They've been doing this over the last few months gradually, because I think they didn't want to hear from people if they started changing things drastically. And so... The, the emphasis now YouTube is all about keeping people on YouTube. It's about watch time. It's about keeping people on the platform and coming back to the platform. And this has always sort of been the, you know, their, their objective over the last couple of years. But it's been put into high gear, in my, in my opinion, because of the threat from TikTok. According to eMarketer, which is a research firm, according to their data, they're projecting that TikTok will get more total watch time than YouTube this year. So if if that data, if that analysis holds true, that's going to be a major shift in attention, in eyeballs <laughs> um, from YouTube to TikTok. And so YouTube would be concerned naturally about that. TikTok is just getting a ton of watch time, and now TikTok has ads, and so YouTube is losing is losing watch time to TikTok, and consequently losing some ad revenue to TikTok. So YouTube is now having to scramble to try and you know keep <laughs> keep that revenue coming in and and to grow grow uh, watch time grow revenue, and so they've sort of resulted not resulted or resorted rather. <laughs> to some tactics to do that. One tactic I spoke about in another episode of my podcast was this most watched section graph now that's on videos now. It's basically a heat map that shows you the most watched section. I think it's around a minute of a video. And, you know, at, at first glance, you might think, well, that's a, you know, that's a interesting, maybe a helpful feature for viewers to go to the most watched section. <laughs> but... I'm not quite sure as a viewer if it's really helping me. But more importantly, I believe it's devastating for creators because people, it's going to reduce your watch time because people are not going to want to watch all of your video. They're just going to jump to the best, what they think is the best part, which is the most viewed part. So that to me is a tactic by YouTube to try and increase watch time, keep people on the platform. But another thing that's going on, and I think my channel is a victim of this, is they don't want people jumping into YouTube, watching a video, and then leaving. They want to keep people on the platform. So channels that do that, that keep people on the platform, are, this is my opinion, and this is sort of what I've been seeing over the last few months, looking at my metrics, not just my metrics, but looking at numbers from other channels in my uh, niche. And I see a reduction of numbers in a lot of them. And that is because, my theory, YouTube wants to keep people on the platform. They don't want people coming in, doing a search, looking for an answer to a question, finding a video to answer their question, 
watching the video and then leaving to go, you know, do what they want to do. That's great for some viewers, but that's not what YouTube wants. YouTube wants you to keep people on the platform. And so they are, in order to incentivize that, they will sort of reduce the amount they suggest your video based on how long you're keeping people on the platform. So the more you keep people on the platform, the more you increase that session time, the more YouTube is going to suggest your videos. The less time you're keeping people on the platform, the less YouTube is going to suggest your videos. And that's what's happening with my channel right now. That's what I believe is happening with my channel right now is because I have a lot of new viewers, a lot of people coming in, finding my content, the content is helping them. They're leaving to go do whatever they need to do with that content. I'm, I'm in a way being punished for that. Even though I'm helping people, <laughs> giving them value, that's all well and good, but that's not serving YouTube's goals. And that's just the reality of it. I, I, I don't feel like angry or frustrated. That's just the reality of, you know, when you're on someone else's platform. And I always say, if you're, in, you know, if you're making money off of YouTube, like if you're in the partner program, you're working for YouTube. You're working for YouTube. You're creating content for YouTube and YouTube is rewarding you. So if you're no longer in line with the organization's objectives, <laughs> they're, you know, that's a problem. Short of cutting you off of the platform, they're going to start sort of reducing your exposure because they want to, they want to expose those channels that are sort of fulfilling the objective of the, of the platform of the company, keeping people on the platform to, you know, to keep the, the ad exposure up and to make money. Cause that's what YouTube is, right? That's Google. That's YouTube. It's an ad business essentially. So if you're not fitting into that objective, you're going to be on the bench a little more. So I think that's what's going on with my channel. And I think this is what happens, I think, in general with utility channels. You know, if you do tutorials, if you do how-tos, uh, you know, you're solving problems, you're a utility channel. And this is the danger of being a utility channel. It's difficult to build a dedicated audience for a utility channel because, you know, you're just, you're, it's almost like your tech support in a way. You're troubleshooting for people and you're helping them solve their problems, which is great. And, you're, and usually you'll get great engagement because of that, but it's not serving the goals of the organization. You're not keeping people on the platform or they're not coming back. And so part of that's my, my fault because I, I'm not consistent with my uploads and, and keeping people coming back. But even so, to make adjustments to sort of fit into YouTube's new objectives would be a little tough, and I'll tell you why. So if YouTube wants you to keep people coming back to your channel and keep people on the platform, you're gonna have to do, I think, one of two things. Basically, one of two objectives or, or, or strategies, I should say. The first one is entertainment, right? We all know entertainment works. And people are going to come back for that. And if you look at the number one channels that are on YouTube, they're entertainment channels, right? Whether they're a gaming channel, which is an entertainment channel, or, you know, they're doing comedy, they're doing pranks, challenges. That's all entertainment. That, that can be put in the entertainment bucket. And that keeps people coming back because, you know, you're building a relationship. People like the personality behind the content and they want to come back and see what that person is going to do next. So that's one sort of strategy if you want to grow your audience on YouTube right now. So if you're not going to go the entertainment route and you want to still do, I don't know, educational, informational content, the other way to go is you have to be very consistent, not only in like upload schedule, but in consistent in content. 
You know, a lot of creators over the last few years have been concerned and complaining about how narrow, how, how narrow they have to niche down in order to grow on YouTube, right? And how that, that's what you need to do. You can't have variety. You have to sort of niche down. Well, now, guess what? If you want to go the education or information route or route for my American friends on YouTube, you're going to have to niche down. In my opinion, you're going to have to niche down even more even more in order to create an audience that comes back, right? And I've seen this happen particularly in the space that I operate in and with software, video creation software. If the audience member doesn't have the software you're doing the tutorial or the video on, they're not going to be interested, right? They're, gonna, they're not going to watch. It's kind of going to be a little bit of hit and miss depending on, you know, who comes in to watch. And the problem is, is that you get sort of, I'm going to say punished, but you, you it, in a sense you are because if YouTube is offering your video out to people, and this is how it works, and they're not clicking on it, right? They're not clicking on the, the thumbnail or they're coming to the video and, don't, and, and leaving really quickly. YouTube sees that as a signal as the content is not keeping, on the pl keeping people on the platform, is not engaging people. So we're not going to promote that anymore because we don't want to put that in front of people if they're not going to want to engage with it. And this is what happens. So it's almost like every time at bat has to be a bit of a home run or, you know, at least a triple when it comes to YouTube. So in order to do that, you really have to, you have to really be consistent. So, you know, you have to do things like concentrate on one software, right? And I see people doing this there, there, I see the pivots happening, you know, I'm seeing more and more channels that are just doing Final Cut Pro tutorials, just that one software, right? Because you can build a recurring audience for that because there's people, you know, there's a user base of Final Cut Pro that'll come back looking for tips on how to use the software. Are you prepared to do Final Cut Pro tutorials till the end of time? <laughs> if you are, awesome. But that can be a little challenging. You might start running out of content after a while, and you might just become sick of it. And, and that's what a lot of creators have run into. They just become sick of doing the same thing over and over again. Well, guess what? It's really going to be a strategy you're going to have to do to grow on YouTube now. If, if you're in the information education tutorial space, you're going to have to concentrate on one thing so that you get people coming back every week. So you're really going to have to niche down. You know, you're going to have to do, okay, all I'm doing is iPhone video creation tutorials because I know there's people who have iPhones and they'll come back. So you, you can't really deviate. You can't even do, you, you have to sort of do the same thing. So you're, you're niching down even more. So we have the entertainment strategy. We have the niche down to like one thing that you know people have or want strategy. And then the third strategy I'm seeing emerging from uh, channels that were in sort of in my space, video creation, YouTube, education, some tech, is news. I'm seeing more channels doing YouTube news, right? Because news is something that people will come back for because people want to know what's going on. So I'm seeing more sort of news type channels or current affairs channels in this sort of video creation space. Because it's something that brings people back. And this is what you have to do now from a strategy point of view to grow on YouTube. And so right now, uh, where I sit in terms of my content on my channel, it's... <laughs> the funny thing is, I, th I thought it was fairly niche and constrained, but it's, it's not constrained enough. And so I have to make some choices in terms of what I want to do next, where I want to go next with my content here on YouTube. And so it's it's going to take a bit of soul searching because your content has to be something that you you're interested in, that you're passionate about, that you want to continue to talk about. 
And so you have to, you know, for, for a few years, if you, if you want to, uh, you know, play the long game on YouTube. So you have to figure out what that's going to be. Or, you know, you go the entertainment route, which is way trickier and has other challenges. Things are starting to really distill down on YouTube in terms of content. The other, the other thing, too, I see just talking about how I see channels sort of shifting and moving and pivoting in order to grow. I'm seeing a lot of channels that used to do, you know, a variety of video creation topics, including technique and stuff like that, taking the hard turn to doing just tech and gear. I've seen a couple, a few channels do that. I've seen over the last few months, they've just angled to just doing gear and tech, like just doing reviews of equipment for video creation or, you know, for live streaming, they're doing, you know, talking about cameras and mixers and just doing gear because they know that is a solid, that's a solid niche that people will come back for, for the most part, um, because they want to see what the latest gear is. They like the unboxings. They want to know, should I buy that or not? Overall, YouTube is angling to be more of an entertainment platform than anything else. More so than a, you know, a, an educational platform or an informational platform because they know entertainment keeps people on the platform and they'll make more money that way. But what do you think about that? If you have a YouTube channel, are you seeing this reduction uh, in views and watch time and all the metrics across the board over the last few months? Are you a utility channel? What are your thoughts on it? I'd love to hear uh, what's happening with your channel and what your plans are, if that's happening, to try and remedy what's happening on the YouTube platform. Well, that's it for me in this episode of Pushing Pixels. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.